so we thought we'd try something a bit different this week. Spice things up. Like, oh no. No, 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 no. The wine's hit, Lauren. The wine's hit. So we're going Excellent. to have problems oh, now. We're at the game. We're at the game. So this is the good time. Yeah. Well, let's hope the sound editing goes a bit better this week. Oh, maybe if you held the microphone a bit closer to your mouth this week, darling. <laughs> good point. And uh, maybe we'll see how many times you say absolutely this episode. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to episode two of It's a Girl Gay Thing. I'm Lauren, the girl who is the epitome of the heart eyes emoji. And I'm Aaron, the gay who is a love machine, feeling my fantasy. Give me a kiss or three. I just need a squeeze a day instead of this necklace. Any more of the song the that you want to yeah, I was gonna say, do you want to share any more <laughs> any more song lyrics, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have wrapped that one up now because hopefully I've covered enough lyrics and got them right. Wonderful. This podcast is designed to entertain you whilst you listen to our ramblings about all things entertainment, lifestyle and advice. And thank you so much to all of you who've listened to the first episode so far. For your wonderful comments, your engagement on our social media, it really means the world. Absolutely, without sounding like Lauren. I completely agree with what she said and hope you continue to enjoy our future episodes as well as more content on our Instagram and Twitter feeds. This week, we've decided to theme the podcast all around the subject of love. All this week, we've been asking you for your love dilemmas, and we had some brilliant responses, so thank you. So, let's get started with another episode of It's a Girl Gay Thing. Starting off another episode this week, we have once again our pet peeves, the things that niggle away at us or have us holding our tongue in frustration. I mean, I think it's fair to say I have talked my way out of ever being made a cup of tea again, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, on that, uh, we, ha- we did put a poll out to round off all the whole milk and tea question from last week. And annoyingly for me, 80% were on the hot water in and then the milk camp. So... Mm. Can't the less say. said about that, the better for me. Can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving swiftly on, let's cause some more controversy this week. So, Aaron, come on, bring it to the table. What is your pet peeve for the week? Okay, so my pet peeve is names. I What's wrong with people who don't know what they're called? And what I'm what I mean by that is... They'll say, um, my name's Stephen. You're like, oh, Stephen. And they go, oh, or Steve. Okay, well, is it Stephen or is it Steve? What so, is your name? What so is you're your name? saying the pet peeve is the clarity around, like, people and how they associate themselves, like, or, or how they are sharing with you, the other person, what they want to be called. Oh, it's so irritating. I think it comes from, I'm called Aaron, and I have my entire life, been called various different things Aaron Aaron Darren Karen and I'm just and I'm just like my name is fucking Aaron like I've told- and so is, this is people that are just calling you this name like like you deciding that your name even though they see it quite clearly as Aaron and they're calling you Aaron oh yeah I'll introduce myself as Aaron and five minutes later they're like oh Aaron I'm like <gasps> No, <laughs> yeah. my name is Aaron. My name is Aaron. I've told you that. And, and and when it comes to dating, you know, chatting away to someone. So are you, as I say, Steve, are you Stephen? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, what is it? <laughs> Basically, it's make a decision. Tell oh, me what your name is. And then just... Or there's people that are even worse. These people that you get to know. I worked with a girl and she was Katie for three years. And then we were having a get together, like, and we were all going to go out for dinner. And she was signing off Kate. And I'm like, you're Kate now. She was like, yeah, I just prefer it. I'm Kate now. Oh, see, that's, that is ludicrous. <laughs> Don't ludicrous. do that to me. I can never, I can never call you anything but Katie now. You introduced yourself as Katie and you went with it. I can't be changing three years later down the line. 
do you know i'm going to add another point onto this where slide uh, sort of away from dating but more in a professional sense when my thing is when quite clearly we all have email signatures where our names are quite clearly stated so effectively my name is lauren and i will get people who will reply to the email hi laura yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh all the time or spell it wrong oh yes spell it wrong and you're like, totally. but it's in the signature. You just have to look at my signature. You, maybe it's the first time you've emailed me. Fine. So look at my signature. And it's lazy, isn't it? I think it's lazy because the computer makes it so easy. You know, it's hit a reply button. No one has to pay enough attention and people just get carried away. But it's rude. I don't want to be called anything that isn't my name. Oh, I'm I'm such a bitch, right? So if I got an email from someone that spelt my name wrong, so I'm double A R O N. If they spelt it a Ron or they yep. decided to take the second day out and give me two r's instead that's quite a common one sure and they're, and they're called something really obvious like pat i will respond and they will be called pam <laughs> deliberately <laughs> hi pam thanks for your email and they're like well i'm not called pam and i'm like well i'm not called a ron am i <laughs> oh, the, uh, and leading on from that of can we just stick with something Okay, so you've gone on a date with Stephen slash sure. Steve or Christine slash Chris, whatever. And then you get invited to meet the family and they're like, oh, hi, Chimi. Hi, Tether. <laughs> hi, hi, Boo Boo. And you're like, what is going on here? They've got pet names for all the family members. And you're like, I can't, I can't keep up with this. Well, it's like having to learn another different language, isn't it? Sort of thing, just to fit in with all the different areas and stereotypes where clearly they have different names. I'm like, when did it become so uncommon for you just to be known as one name in all audiences? Exactly. It's like you've had the conversation online and, hi, I'm Stephen. You're like, great. You meet up and you're like, oh, hi, Stephen. And they go, or it could be Steve. You can call me Steve. And you're like, oh, but you introduced yourself as Stephen. So now I have to change my whole um, thought process about you and who you are. Steve invites you around to meet the family and the family are calling him Bobby and you're like who am I dating here (laughs) exactly let's all keep with our original names just one name or or wouldn't it be nice if there was this um, range of names you know names with friends names with family at least be told that in advance because if you were walking into that environment and you were like, just so you know, the family call me X, you'd at least be prepared. But uh, do you know what? I still wouldn't be able to be prepared. Again, <laughs> I've got in my head that Steve is called Stephen. You're already trying to bend me to say Steve. And now you're preparing me to say Bobby in front of your family. No, it's too late. The trust at that relation at that point is gone. At that point, I don't know who you are. <laughs> what else are you lying about? And then with my name... I've spent my whole life explaining to people that AA is Aaron. Because for some reason, older generation, oh, I thought AA's Air, like Aaron. I'm like, no, no, AA is Aaron. Okay. And then I worked for this bass and this new guy started. And everyone's like, oh, have you met Aaron? And I was like, oh, God, that's bad enough. There's going to be an Aaron and an Aaron. Um, And I was like, is he actually called Aaron, though, or are you just saying it wrong? She was like, no, no, he introduced himself as Aaron. And I was like, oh, okay. And I met him, and I was like, oh, so you're an Aaron, so how do you spell Aaron? And he was like, A-A-R-O-N. No. Yes. And we were working in the same department. An Aaron and an Aaron spelt the same. How- Don't worry, I did a team buzz. I let everyone know the differences, that I was Aaron and he was Aaron, but for some reason he was spelling it the same as me. It's funny, actually, because you say that my so my neighbour is Scottish. And she has a really broad Scottish accent. And I am convinced every time I see her, she calls me Laura. She's always like, oh, hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. In her accent. I'm not even going to bother entertaining the accent. But always, hi, Laura. And I'm like, I don't get it. I've lived in this house for like over a decade. How are you still getting my name wrong? And But every year when I get a Christmas card from her, it always says Lauren. So I'm like, do you actually know what my name is? Or am I really just mishearing you? But you are, the, yeah, it must be a really strong accent. You're just mishearing. Yeah, well, thankfully, because in the Christmas card, I do get 
I do get Lauren. So next I'm, time she says, where is she from? Scotland. Next time she's like, oh, no. You just want to, and that was more Irish. Scottish. I was going to say that was Scottish accent. I was going to say we 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 discovered that last week, didn't we? <laughs> Scottish <laughs> is not on your fourth day list. No. So let's pretend my Irish is Scottish, and she's like, "Ah, Lauren, Lauren," and you're like, mm. "Just say, I'm sorry. Did you say Lauren?" <laughs> Just for the correction, and then she can correct herself. Okay. Well, Lauren, what is your pet peeve of the week? So, okay, my pet peeve of the week is we're we're talking dating sites. We're talking, you know, your Tinders, your Bumbles, all of this. Obviously, as a girl, you're scrolling through your pictures and then you stumble across a guy who thinks it's cute and funny to have those awful Snapchat filters. I'm not talking about ones that just make your skin look nice and glowy. That's fine. I'm talking about dog ears or cat ears or like a stupid nose on the front I'm like do you understand it is difficult enough trying to assess from like pictures which a lot of the time you probably are giving like 0.5 of a second to decide when I see that pictures of men who think it's oh cute and funny to put snapchat filters on no swipe left instantly they're hiding something that's my opinion if they're hide, if they've got the dog ears the dog ears is a distraction from something else that's going on in that picture. Maybe it's a big nose. Maybe it's they've got no lips. Something. It's like the people that stick their tongue out and wink. They're hiding their natural face because they think they look better like that. Completely. But th- this is where, and this is where obviously, you know, this is where I, like, my issue with dating sites is so kind of like nuts because actually you're never really sure like what you're actually getting. But you would like to think that you could see as normal a photo of a person as is possible because let's be fair at some point you would like to anticipate if though you like that person you'd like to meet them in the flesh and I can't imagine when you meet them they're going to have put on an imaginary dog nose and ears just to replicate <laughs> I said don't know. Photo. <laughs> you might you never know these days especially in the gay world there is a whole scene of people that wear dogs dog outfits so you know maybe they were just giving you a sign <laughs> Then that's even more of a pet peeve. (laughs) (laughs) I just find it, it's, as I say, I think there is, don't get me wrong, I think there's a time and a place for that. And like, you know, as a a female, I mean, if you scroll through my Snapchat, it is full of filters, filtered pictures of me. No one else, just me. So that's fine. I get the appeal of taking those photos. They're stupid. It's Parsons time. But I don't need to see it on a dating app. Like basically all I'm, this should just really be my harem call out to men saying like, you know, if you are interested in me, please don't put those filters on your photos. This goes back to just the whole notion of kind of catfishing and all of this. It's like, let's just all be real. Let's just all be who we are on there. We're all kind of on there for pretty much the same reason, you know, give or take a few reasons and, you know, interesting kind of (laughs) candidates. But we're all sort of looking for the same thing. So it's like, let's just not muddy the water anymore. Let's try and keep it as simple and straightforward as as is humanly possible. Fake it till you make it in real life, all you want. But a dating app or site is the one place where the initial thing that you present kind of has to be you. Because really, you're just lying to yourself and you're going to set yourself up for a fail. This has turned into advice. (laughs) It absolutely has. I think people will get something from this. Basically, stop doing it. (laughs) It's what we're saying. (laughs) Stop catfishing people. Yeah, well, that's a whole different story. (laughs) And that has its its own filter as it is. Do you know you can get a catfish filter? No way. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but why haven't they thought of it? Somebody yeah, that's it. very true. That you is so like, true. Catfished, and you look at the picture and it is a man. And he's got a fish face with cat ears and a tail. Oh, my Brilliant. gosh. Yeah, why haven't they done that? Why haven't they done it? Oh, TikTok, yeah. are you listening? Exactly. So we thought we'd try something a bit different this week to spice things up much like a relationship, with a few silly games. So keeping on the topic of love, Aaron and I have put together a series of questions for the other person, completely independent, I don't know what Aaron's going to ask me, and vice versa. So this is Would You Rather? Okay, Lauren, here we go. Big spoon or little spoon? Little spoon. 
Rather he pays the bills or asks to split the bill? Mm, pays the bill. Oh, okay. She's a traditionalist. Uh, unsolicited dick pick or silent rejection? Silent rejection every time. I don't need any more dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no. if you're getting bored of the dick pics, you can always send them to me. Maybe I will. I I want no more dick pics in my DMs. Thank you. <laughs> Silent rejection. What? So you're like, oh, he's really fit. And you're like, oh, you've read his profile. He doesn't have any dog ears. He loves theatre. He's earning over 80k a year. And he's perfect. And you go, hi. And nothing. I mean, that's like a Wednesday night, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, if you said a hi and you get nothing, would you be like, oh, hi, how are you? Uh, no, n- never double message. No, 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 no. It's bad enough when you like someone and then you accidentally super like them and then it's automatically notified them that you like them and it's like, ah, oh, you're just cringing internally because you know that they've seen it and you're like, <laughs> ah. So no, never double message. So it's a definite silent rejection over an unsolicited dick pic. I, yes, absolutely, every time. Okay. So this moves nicely into the next question. Ghosted or no show at first date? I think I could probably handle ghosted better than public humiliation <laughs> rejection. <laughs> so I think, don't get me wrong, that would be heartbreaking. But I think sitting alone waiting for somebody, because the problem is I know that I would wait longer than the allocated time that would feel normal. I yeah, would still I feel sit like there. You would wait longer than any normal person because you're so exactly. polite. Exactly. just anticipation. Exactly. You know, they're late. You know, they've got run over. Their dogs <laughs> eating their car key. You know, anything just to not feel that I'd been rejected. So yeah, let's go ghosted. Have you ever been left on a date? No show. No. No. I've been ghosted, but I've been ghosted plenty of times. So I, I think that's why I think I'm used to it. So, <laughs> have, it you, have you found a pattern yet? You showed them a picture. I mean, or they just look talk, at my profile. They see your karaoke Laurens. Like, oh, is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Drop? Where do they mm. drop usually? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Uh, I think I'm quite, I, I've said this to many people. I think I'm quite, I come across quite boring on a chat. Blind date or take me out? Blind date. Yeah, absolutely. You've got more chance to show off. And also, especially if someone else, you know, if someone else has set that up for you, whoever that might be, you know, you'd hope that it was someone that you knew, you'd kind of think, yeah, okay, if they're willing to sort of say... Oh, yeah. no, you've totally got the wrong end. Of the, oh. You've totally got the wrong... I'm on about the TV, sh- the dating TV shows. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Blind I got that with date. Just, sorry, I got that with Blind Date, uh, with Take Me Out, but I didn't get it with Blind Date. Sorry, I was just oh, taking... Sorry, I was just taking the word... Sorry, yeah. No, no, no. I, that's fine. Now you, that makes perfect sense. I'm sorry, Aaron. Ask me that again. Scylla or Paddy, basically. Yeah, got it. it was that, sorry, was that you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, Sprite. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it now. See, I've been drinking as well, Aaron Crow. So here we go. Come on. Blind date on? or take me out? Blind date. With Scylla? With Scylla. Absolutely. Okay. Fi- finally, and I hope... I don't, I probably got your choice in men wrong, but they're pretty staple men to choose. Brad Pitt or Zac Efron? Zac Efron. Really? Why? Just think he has a prettier face. Like, don't get me wrong, Brad Pitt has his day and has his moments of being a beautifully pretty man, but Zac I mean, let's, if, if, you let's could pick take... both, if you could pick both of them at their prime, yes. so Ooh, yes. Zac Efron oh. in Dirty Grandpa... And you've got Brad Pitt, I don't know, in Meet Joe's Black or Thelma and Louise. Who would you go for? Oh, at that point, yeah, that would be Brad Pitt. Yeah, that would be Brad. Oh, yeah, in Thelma and Louise. Oh, Brad Pitt every time. Have you seen him in Meet Joe Black? No. Oh, my God. That's when I knew I was gay. <laughs> he was, I was watching Meet Joe Black with my parents. Okay. And he, there's, there was a sex scene. In fact, I can't even tell if you said if you've seen this movie or not I just was envisaging Brad Pitt <laughs> have you seen this movie no <laughs> no I just went I just went I went to a different place you've evidently I lost movie. you yeah you've got to watch this movie not only is it a great movie but there is the scene where he's making love to the female character okay 
and you just fall in love. I cannot, I cannot describe this this scene of looking at Brad Pitt's face. But you know, not being funny, who better than Brad Pitt ultimately for you to realise that at that moment though? But yeah. <laughs> so Aaron, okay, it's it's your turn now. So I've got some questions for you. Quick fire, would you rather love edition? Are you ready? I am ready and buckled in. Okay, let's go. Dad bod or muscles? Oh, muscles. Nice. I would agree with you on that one. I don't mind. I I I love a dad bod. But if you could choose, okay. okay. I'm imagining. I'm imagining Chris Hemsworth. Perfect. Uh, kissing in public or private? Private. Mm, yeah, nicer. Like, you know, otherwise it's all PDA. I can't be dealing with these people on escalators or in lifts. Just like get a room, honestly. Like, who are you trying who are you trying to prove this to? Exactly. Agreed. Uh, time and a place. Shopping. You're shopping or you you're waiting to be seated in a restaurant. Let go of each other, you pathetic pair of imbeciles. <laughs> Best reaction ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would you rather be stuck on a deserted island with Terry or would you rather get lost together? Oh, uh, d- desert- on a deserted island. If we got lost together, it would be a very stressful time. But you think you'd be okay on the island? I mean, if we can get through lockdown, which is basically a year. True. We could we could deal with a deserted island. And I do believe that, actually, in all seriousness. You know, it's been tough. But if the fact that we are still together <laughs> after this year of not seeing anybody else but each other... Yeah, we could deal with a des- deserted island. But getting lost, no, 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 no. No. Very I get ma- scared telling Terry I've been accidentally giving him the wrong directions. Oh, God. In the car. So. Okay. so directions and geography is a bit of a, a testing point to the two of you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it starts off bad because just ask me my left and right. So, you know, that gives you all you need to know. <laughs> okay, understood. Romantic dinner or breakfast in bed? Romantic dinner. Agreed. Much nicer. I can't. You've just woken up. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, and, and also, it, it, yeah, food in the bed. I like, you know, I, I like toast in the bed. Like you know, crumbs everywhere. Oh no. Oh no. And also, when you sit up in a bed, your body's not in the most sexiest position, is it? True. You're like just you, your man boobs are sat on some sat on top of your stomach whilst you're like, mmm, cook breakfast. No. No. Okay. Okay. I have two more questions. Would you rather Terry was sick on you or sneezed in your face? <laughs> this is really easy for me. Sneeze on my face. I don't I don't get the I'm not too fussed with what comes out of a nose. What about you? What would you rather rather sick being sick on or sneezed on? Mm, I I think I, I if I'm honest I would rather have somebody be sick on me. I, I the thought really? of, Yeah, I just the thought of like someone literally Ooh. spewing their like nose juice in my face is is honestly vulgar. No, but see, I think it's the other way around. Nose juice, like when you say sneeze, do you mean like look? I'm I have hay fever. I know a sneeze is a sneeze. Sneeze is like a a speck of like. No, something. I'm not talking that. I'm talking that literally someone is like hailing their sort of like nose vermin in your direction. It's flying out of them like gooey bogey. Yes. Yeah, I'd still I. As long as I can keep my eyes and my mouth shut completely, I would take that and sit. Okay. Okay. How, I mean, how interesting. Okay. I would never, would never choose sick. Yeah, like that. That could just be like gone. You can get rid of it. Like take the take the item off that they've been sick on. You know, like wash out of your hair. Like oh yeah. What an interesting question. I might take that to my next dinner party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and last question, Aaron. Would you rather lose your leg saving Terry's life or have Terry lose his leg while he was saving your life? <laughs> the fact in the matter is you said he's saving my life so Terry can lose his leg saving my life. <laughs> <laughs> so that suggests that I will be safe at the end of it. Why would I want to lose a leg? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be safe. He'll be safe. But he just will only have one leg. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> His choice. <laughs> he didn't have to come and save me, but we've True. already got to the point where he is saving me. So, so it's his fault. <laughs> well, that went well. Let's try another one. Absolutely. So we've got another game for you now, where this time all the questions that 
each of us ask the other person, they have to answer incorrectly. Are you ready? I'm ready as I'll ever be. Okay, let's do this. Where did you and Terry go on your first date? The pyramids. Nice. Exotic. (laughs) Who was your first celebrity crush? Teatry Barlow. Who wouldn't love those glasses? (laughs) (laughs) What's the first thing that you noticed about Terry? His ears. What would Terry say is your best quality? My toes hairs. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love a toe hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go back and tell your single self something about marriage, what would it be? Have separate bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be the truth. <laughs> not a lie yeah what you said last week I was like that is a, that is a thing that is happening in this household <laughs> describe your ideal date um what they look like or actually mean what we would do. on a date absolutely what would you what would your ideal someone like whether that's with Terry like or a, a past experience what's what would be your ideal date it would be the summer we would go and we would have drinks in the street in Soho just a few drinks and then we would go for dinner and then we would go to GAY late until about 12 and then we would go to a club and then I would get a taxi home by myself and that's the wrong answer oh, oh no, that's the right answer oh god Oh no, I got carried away. No one's ever, get... no one's ever asked me that before, so it was, it was a good excuse to say it. Oh, okay, I was right. like, Wrong hang answer. on a minute. <laughs> this just sounds like a really nice date. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Okay, ask me the question again. That's what I'm saying. Did you answer the last question uh, is the truth as well? When I said to you, if you could go back and tell your single self something, like, and you said... A- oh, no, yeah, I've completely <laughs> lost the plot here. You've lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, you're going to have to go back a couple Okay, now. that's absolutely fine. Oh, God, it's the wine, Lauren. I know, I evidently. Right. Describe your ideal date. Um, we would go to a fishing yard and we would slap each other in the face with fishes. We would jump in the sea, the freezing cold sea. <laughs> we would get out and we would go home and we'd watch episodes of Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> I love Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> Describe your relationship in five words. Um, the, the, the wrong answer. Yes. Loving. <laughs> uh, supportive. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's a lot. Can we? You can three change, words. Can you change it to like three, three words. words. Okay, really fine. Hard. All right, three words. Describe your relationship in three words. Wrong answer. Wrong addition. answer. Addition. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. 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 Wrong answers only. Um. This hat's really hard. Um, edible, smelly, and boring. There we are. We got there in the end. Phew, thank goodness. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. What would Terry say is your best quality? Uh, the hard skin on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of toes, evidently, Terry. I do a lot of feet. <laughs> Terry's got a foot fetish. (laughs) (laughs) It's the wrong answers, remember? I'm I'm remembering, I'm remembering. Okay, and last question. What advice would you give to someone new to online dating? Always remember to put a dog filter on your photos. (laughs) (laughs) And that, Aaron, is the end of my wrong answers game, Love Edition. Loved it. And now we're going to throw it back in Lauren's direction. Okay, come on. Here we go. Question one. What's your boyfriend's name? Tim. Name a brand of condoms. 
Floofsicle. <laughs> Name your favourite rom-com. Armageddon. <laughs> Name your favourite sexual position. The backwards Ferris wheel. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> Where do you take your date on a first date? To a dairy farm. (laughs) (laughs) To a dairy farm. (laughs) What's your favourite smell on a man? Curry. (laughs) Oh my god. App everyone's on top or bottom. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your last boyfriend? He happened oh, um, to my last boyfriend. <laughs> he was on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it was that long ago. It feels like it. Maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's... Chlamydia. (laughs) What did you get for Valentine's Day? An erection. Chlamydia. You got an erection. Sorry, I interrupted your answer there. (laughs) Where do babies come from? Split peas. (laughs) Oh, my God, I snorted. So for our final segment of the show, we're back to our pointless advice. Here to offer the opinions nobody asked for. Well, yes, we certainly got tongues wagging last week with the whole farting in front of a partner debate. Again, which we were happy to define in the form of a poll. Thank you to those that participated, which suggested that 60% of people do believe it's okay to fart in front of their partners. Why do I always lose these polls? Why? It was, but it was a close call. It was closer than I thought it was going to be. I have to say. Yeah, and I think at points it flipped. I agree. So this week the advice will be dishing out uh, about love, and thank you for everyone for sending in their dating dilemmas. Although we're not really ones to talk, given our dating history, are we, Lauren? We're not. Between us, we've still had many a bad date experience to share. So come on, Aaron. I think it's only fair that you dish first. One date that springs to mind, uh, me and my best, who is now our best friend, Jeremy, we'd gone to sixth form uh, and obviously all the girls were like, I need to, you should go on a date together. We were like, we get on quite well as friends, but sure, we'll go on a date together. We were up in our town, Guildford, and I was like, oh, there's a gay pub in, in Aldershot, which is a bit of a dodgy area, to be fair. But we got this bus, we got this bus to Aldershot. And then when we got off at the other end, we were like, where is the pub from here? And again, this is probably like 2006, 2007. So, we so you can't Google... get your Google Maps out. We don't have like our that. Google Maps out. But lucky for us, when we got off the bus and they, we were sort of having a chat about how the hell we were going to find this pub, thinking that the bus station would be much closer to town than it was, there was a police riot van just in the corner. And we walked up to this police riot van and we were like, excuse me, knocked on the door and they were like, oh, yeah, we know where that pub is. Um, but that's a really dodgy area. Oh, we wouldn't recommend that you walk there. Um, do you want us to give you a lift? <laughs> Seriously, Amazing. they could obviously tell two like seventeen-year-old gay boys, completely lost in a dodgy bus station in Aldershot, walking to this gay bar was not a good idea. They offered us a lift in their police riot van, and so we and we were like, yeah, sure. Thinking we'd hop in the front. No, no. They opened the back of the police riot van. <gasps> in we got, strapped ourselves in into our little cage. Like criminals. Like criminals going, what the hell is going on? <laughs> the police van then, or police riot van, drove us to the pub. They pulled up. They like <laughs> undid the back doors. Oh, my locked. God. <laughs> 
And then they were like, off you go, fellas, have a nice time. And we were like, thanks very much. So there's all the, the pub goers, like, queued up to get in, looking at us, thinking, Think. what have these two been up Thinking to? they've just dropped two criminals off at our pub. <laughs> Completely. We joined the back of the queue and we queued to get in. So that was the police riot vans. All of the people that are wondering, how the hell have I experienced a police riot van? Amazing. They dropped me off to my date. We went into the pub, sat down, had a nice drink. We were like, right, we should probably go and get some dinner now. So then we walked over to Pizza Express. We clearly didn't fancy each other. We were just having an absolute ball, like laughing at each other. Fell in love with our waiter. Um, I Somehow I trumped Jeremy and I got Jeremy to ask for the waiter's number after we left. <laughs> we clearly discussed the fact that this was we were not going to be a thing. And then he went back into the restaurant and asked for the waiter's number. The waiter was like 27. So, of course, he wasn't interested in the 17-year-old. No, it's a good story. It's a good story. But I've not had it. I've never met someone that it was so bad. Unlike Lauren. I would say anyone <laughs> listening pay yourself this is the best <laughs> dating story ever and you'll be going oh my god Laura, what are you thinking i think i'm still thinking that i can't even think how long ago this happened now like five but, years uh, six yeah years? I, think, I was gonna say i think it must be five or six years ago now so i meet this guy um speed dating and um, numbers we're chatting all that week so we went to lock fine the fish restaurant for lunch and I had to drive, um, so I needed my car. So that was the first thing that was like, I knew I couldn't have a drink. Anyway, he rocked up and we go to the table, sit down. Like it was a fairly sort of like pleasant like exchange when we arrived. And that was probably the last normal point of the entire day. I at the table and he went, oh, I just need to go like to the bathroom. And I was like, that's fine. Okay. He goes, when he comes back, he's got a pint of beer with him. And I was like, okay, like he's got himself a drink at the bar, not me. That's fine. charming. So then the waitress comes over and he goes, oh, we'll, we'll have a bottle of wine. And I said, oh, but remember, I said, I, 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 you know, I'm driving. And he went, yeah, we can have a glass. And I was thinking, yeah, I can have a glass. And what, you're going to have the rest of the bottle of wine and the pint of beer. And he sort of looked at me as if that's like a, a, a ridiculous notion. So <laughs> at the same time, we effectively, we come to a decision that we're going to have oysters. And he decides that we're having oysters with tequila. I had no say in that matter. It was just, we'll have the oysters with tequila. Everyone that knows Laura would know she would not order tequilas with oysters. Never. <laughs> Never. So, but nonetheless, and so we've ordered 12, 12 oysters with 12 individual shots of tequila. Okay. <laughs> so, so then when they arrive, obviously I can't have any of this tequila. So next to him, he has a bottle of wine. He has a pint of beer and 12 tequila shots. He has one oyster, like eats one oyster and goes, oh, I actually realise I hate oysters, but I'll have the tequila. Having suggested you order oysters. Having suggested that we ordered them in the first place. So then, I mean, we must have looked peculiar at this point because I'm eating 11 oysters and he's downing 12 shots of tequila in the restaurant on a Saturday afternoon. In Lockvine. In Lockvine. This isn't this isn't Yates's on a Friday night at eleven o'clock. <laughs> no, it's meant to be classy and sophisticated. Yeah. The waitress comes back and says, "Are you ready to order your mains?" He decides to order a full lobster and a double shot of vodka. Oh my god! <laughs> so he's he's. So I'm now thinking, good God, this is so much alcohol that's coming to this table. For one person on his so, so already it's feeling a little bit like this was an opportunity for him just to go out and get lashed exactly and i just need this to be over now because this is just terrible and the next thing he has this blind panic that comes out of nowhere that he can't find his phone and he just starts shouting about it in the restaurant but like there's a couple <laughs> of other tables that are around us and he's like i haven't seen my phone where's my phone and i'm like why do I know where your phone is? That the taxi that he got to the date he believes is where his mobile phone is. So therefore calls the taxi company on loudspeaker in the middle of the restaurant, demanding that they give him back his phone. <laughs> You're spiraling out of control. And I'm thinking, okay, well, at least we've finished the food now. We can all we can get this over and done with and leave. 
and obviously without a phone says to me oh can I just quickly borrow your phone I just need to do something with my online banking and I'm thinking well you know I can't exactly say no at this point I know supposedly he's lost his phone so I'm thinking oh good he's thinking about paying the bill <laughs> so hand over my phone and he throws my te- my phone on the table and just goes for fuck's sake at this point I'm like what is happening now and what comes out of his mouth is this so um I've literally got a tenor in my wallet and uh, my online banking has locked me out so I currently have no cash this is the guy that has ordered a dozen tequila shots and more. Yep. He's ordered a beer, a bottle of wine. He's ordered a lobster, which will be the most ex- one of the most expensive things on the menu. Yep. And then tells me he's got no cash. Then say to him, I said, oh, right. Well, I guess I bet to go and get the bill then. Now, I know so many people will be screaming at me here and subsequent conversations I've had with girlfriends going like, you should have just left. Like, you know, why did you pay? Like, why did you go and get the bill? If you know me at all, I cannot bear confrontation. I already felt like completely under pressure in this situation and was having the day from hell. And you know, sometimes where you just need to get out of the equation. So I was like, I'm going to have to suck this up and deal with whatever is put in front of me. So this poor waitress brings this bill to my eyes. (laughs) The grand total of £94. (laughs) sits in front of me (laughs) as my bill to pay oh my god yeah I mean at this point this is where it should have ended we should have parted ways but no I'm too freaking nice and he goes I need to go and get my phone from the taxi company um and obviously he's got no phone to call a taxi so and you've paid the bill at this and I've paid paid the bill at this point and so then I go okay I'll take you to go and get your phone from the taxi company so anyway because at this point to be fair you're thinking this is ludicrous but at the same time if this is true the decent thing to do would be drop him at this I I understand exactly in in that moment in time it's real time there's a person opposite you who you can only believe what comes out their mouth completely no matter how intoxicated that they might be so there's something about you Lauren that you are always drawn or people force you to be with people that are bad influences I know a certain South African that our friends <laughs> I would say I wouldn't have said the things that happened on that date were the things that would have happened, and it did. So I know for a fact that there's something about you. But anyway, <laughs> that is definitely a story for another time. <laughs> so I take this guy, I drive him to the taxi place, and I turning the car around. Honestly, I swear he didn't go in there because he was like a, a like he darted out at me in front of my car, and he was like, "I haven't got my phone." So he gets back in the car because he'll have two minutes from his house. And I think, right, fine. This this will be the end of it. So we're... we're, we're <laughs> this, I, the end is in The sight. end is thankfully in sight. So we get to the road that his house is on. And just as I pull up, he says to me, oh, no, don't stop here. Stop at the pub. It's like 500 yards in front of him. And I pull up in front of this pub. And no joke, he gets out of my car and walks straight into the pub. For me to on to some other people's dilemmas that they're facing with regards to love the first question this week comes from sam and she says how do i stop my girlfriend from perving over actors on the tv well my my response to this is you don't as a happily married man and my partner would agree that is how you remain in that relationship (laughs) (laughs) you fancy people on the deli you fancy actors it's not real they're not saying brad pitt's knocked on the door i'm off to have an affair with brad pitt they're having an open conversation with you about a type or a person that they find attractive and they're they're giving you the nudge to say don't you agree because if they had if they were concerned that that would impact how you felt they wouldn't do it but it doesn't stop those feelings from existing because we're only human. And she's just acknowledging that that person is attractive. But I open it to the floor because yeah. I do feel from a gay point of view, it is very different. I do know some girlfriends 
who are my friends, by the way. I'm not making an assumption on people I don't know. I know from girls that I have as friends, they don't like it when their boyfriend does that. I, I have to say, I'm in your camp here, and this is effectively fiction. It's an attraction, yes. I'm going to just lust after this person and almost negate my entire relationship. Like, that's not what it is to me at all. I think... And I think it's it's a, it's a safe zone. The fact that they're saying it to you suggests that you have created a really amazing, safe environment where they feel they could share that information with you. Definitely. I think, wouldn't it be more concerning, like keeping it all hidden away from you? I think um, that's the alternative is, yeah, but you, and, you know, to give advice to this person, you know, how do I stop? Uh, don't stop because actually the negative is actually f- far worse of stopping. Of hearing. Well, yeah, because it's I mean, pushing, they... exactly, it's pushing them further away from you because it's almost saying close down that honesty, close down that relationship and let's not talk about it. That's way more damaging. And it says a lot about how you feel, the fact that you want it to stop. So actually for advice on to this person is please don't feel like that the way your partner feels and comments on people on telly is a reflection on their love for you. Like maybe there's an insecurity there about how they feel about themselves. And they really, it really is a very different. Definitely. Maybe that's an advantage in a gay relationship actually, is you can both appreciate this, the same form. Yeah. Um, how does, but I then, don't know, how do you feel about it? But I think in some ways as well, can it not also just be quite an innocent thing as well, that there isn't so much of a, um, you know insecurity or it might just be that someone comes on the telly and what have you and it's like they're fit and like it doesn't necessarily have to mean that there's any further action beyond it isn't it just this is an opinion in some ways I think if you are and if there's any niggling feeling that you're thinking oh goodness me like they fancy this person I don't look anything like that so where does that leave me have an open dialogue don't what people you find attractive however have the discussion about what you find attractive about each other as well so there is that isn't there isn't that insecurity that you don't mind that they're commenting on people Definitely. on the television and actually if there is an issue that as you mentioned you know that goes to something that sits within you as the individual vocalize that like don't throw your anger at their action and then almost like not and then close the rest of it down. Like, you know, if there is something that's causing that thought in your head, you almost have as much responsibility to share that with them as much as totally. you know, them. Because ultimately there's a reaction to their action, isn't there? So it's almost you have to kind of work out what that is. The same before addressing it, you need to be prepared to yeah, lose it. Yeah, you do. And you're so certain one way or another that you need that clarity that is when you would address it if you are not willing to risk it then you are not 100 absolutely those are the signals that are being and that i think actually in some ways is the crux of it isn't it is that you know what is that friend worth to you and then there'll be a lot of people shouting down the podcast being like you should just say how you feel oh don't get me wrong i am a full advocate for saying how i feel and actually i have found i've needed to vocalize it and say it almost for my own closure. In some ways for me, that's then allowed me to move on. So there's a lot of people in scenarios where I've kind of been quite hung up on guys. And actually, without me saying anything, that wouldn't have allowed me the, the momentum to move on. And- I was going to second question we have is, how do I tell my best friend I'm in love with them? Oh, this is deep. I feel we have a chemistry I, that I don't have with anyone else. An unspoken feeling is between us. I think they feel the same. But what if I'm reading it wrong? And this is from Anonymous, so we don't know who this is from. I mean, looking at this in what I would already read to be a much more positive connotation, my instant reaction is you have to talk to them about it. Uh, but the notion of the what if, the I don't knows, like what if you're, this person who is your best friend feels exactly the same way that you do and there is something more there like surely that's an incredible concept now obviously don't get me wrong the other side of the coin is that there's a worry of what happens if it blows up in your face but in my head the notion of not asking the question is worse than the potential like loss i i disagree okay i think don't come forward and say i have feelings for you I'm not sure how you feel about me. No, I think 
best friend relationships are very intense. I think there are ways to to say how you feel without yes without yes. saying yeah. I have feelings for you. To demonstrate that you're interested, just play with his hair. Just put put your hand and like brush his hair behind his ear. And I think that is a far more effective way of telling your friend that there is a feeling there saying, this is how I feel about you. I think in that moment, you can identify whether it's worth doing. And if they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Cut it dead. Cut it dead. Because there's a line, isn't there, between friendship and relationship. So if there is not a chemistry at that point and they're being silly with you, or if they are then flirting back, that is your cue. The difficulty is that I think sometimes those lines can be blurred like you know someone can be your friend but can also quite happily enjoy flirting that you know if we're talking for example in a a male female setting you know both sides are actually quite happy to have that kind of attention so it can be like tricky sometimes because that flirtation like potentially can be misleading Um, and also you make a really good point about flirtation is some people are naturally flirty people so you may have a friend that flirts with you but considers you only as a friend definitely I think the, the tricky thing is as well is almost you have got to kind of sort of in some ways put whatever you know put the friendship in are you prepared to lose it because like technically by kind of by vocalizing anything if this is like the path that you feel that you know that you want to go down absolutely you want from the outcome do you do you want closure whether it's good or bad or do you want just a positive outcome true if you're at the point that you were mentally that you wanted closure whether it was good or bad then it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. yeah exactly but if you are only addressing it because you want a positive outcome you need to assess the situation i think media has big played a big part to play in this in the sense of like how many tv shows or movies have we watched where two friends or two people that have been on and off one of them just comes forward and says this is how i feel and the other one says oh i wish you'd said that definitely. all along definitely and we get that impression that that is what might happen yeah, just... but the reality of it the reality is not necessarily that at all that someone comes forward and says this is how i feel and the other one's like well we're just yeah. friends and that, um, yeah, you're completely right. It's, it's, it's a glorified notion of romance, isn't it? Right, the media's got a cipher between your fantasy and what the media's told you and uh, how how the outcome will be versus the reality Definitely. of it um, and what you're willing Well, and the risk. reality of your own situation, you know, let's be fair, those types of movies are made to have a happy ending. Real life isn't designed in the same way. But at the same time, you know, and I, I do think that nine out of ten friendships, even if you said this is how I feel, I think they could bounce back. I think the friend would be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. This is, And they would clarify how they felt about you. And then you could move on together because you know where you are. But, yeah, there are those friendships that will be lost in that. So it's just about getting the balancing Definitely. act. So, as always, if there is something bothering you and you need some impartial advice or have a problem that's keeping you up at night, I know uh, I have a problem. It's usually my back. Um, then let us know <laughs> absolutely so you can get in touch with us either via email instagram or twitter and we could be answering your episode in a future episode i think that was the first time i've used the word absolutely all episode fingers crossed <laughs> thanks for listening as always even though you wouldn't understand because it's what a girl gay thing <laughs> <laughs>